Welcome to the Dream Job System, the only podcast that provides proven tangible strategies to help you land a job you love without traditional experience and without applying online. Get ready to level up your job search with your host, Austin Belsack. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Dream Job System podcast. I'm your host, Austin Belsack. And in this episode, I'm going to share four pieces of career advice that I wish I could have given to my 18-year-old self. So whether you're in college, whether you're 18, or whether you're older and have so much more experience, I still find these things applicable. And I thought this would be a fun exercise to go through. So let's check them off one by one. The first thing that I would tell my 18-year-old self is that if the subjects you cover in school aren't exciting to you, find ways to get involved in things that are. So the curriculum that we have to be a part of, it's non-negotiable. It's mandatory. You have to show up and go to some of these classes that you think aren't going to be valuable to you down the road. And I'm not going to lie, many of them will not be valuable down the road, but they still impact your GPA. Your parents are still going to care about them. And Future opportunities will potentially be dependent on them, especially if you have yet to go to college or if you're looking for an entry-level job that looks at GPA. These things still matter. But at the end of the day, they don't define where you go in the future. And there's never been a lower barrier to learning a brand new skill than there is today with YouTube, with the internet, with Medium, with all the social media platforms, with sites like Udemy or LinkedIn Learning or Coursera. You can literally find knowledge on any topic out there. So get out there and try things. And you don't necessarily need to commit to something for your entire life. But if coding seems cool to you, go take a coding course. If building robots seems cool to you, go take a course on building robots. If gl- blowing glass sculptures seems cool to you, go take some courses on blowing glass sculptures and then actually go take action on this stuff. Write a piece of code, try to create a sculpture and see if it works for you. The biggest thing for me looking back on college was thinking that I didn't have any free time. And that turned out to be a lie because when I got to the real world, I actually realized how little free time I had and how much free time I had in college. So there's never a better time to start exploring some of this stuff. And truthfully, I know it can be scary because we don't want to waste our time. We don't want to go down the wrong path, whatever it is. But the only way that you're going to find out what you really want to do is by getting out there and trying different things and experimenting. And it's totally normal to not like and say no to 90 percent of the things that you try, but that's the only way that you're going to find the one thing that you do enjoy. And if you can find that thing early, if you can find that thing while you're still in school or while you're interning or while you're a new grad, the earlier you find that thing that you want to focus on for the next couple of years, the better, because you are going to get a jump start on everybody else. And that's not to say, again, that you have to commit to that thing for your entire career. We all go through seasons, but For the next three to five years, if you can say, this is what I want to do, I know that I have clarity on it, you can start investing in that you're going to get a jump start on everybody else. That's going to allow you to accelerate your results. And then once you have those accelerated results, it becomes so much easier to jump into new things. And that's okay. We have different seasons in our career. Everybody pivots. So don't worry about committing to something for the rest of your life. Get in the habit of trying these different things, especially if the core curriculum isn't giving you the opportunity to explore things that are genuinely interesting to you. And that's a great segue into the second piece of advice I'd have for my 18-year-old self, which is to get in the habit of having a side project. So again, taking these things that genuinely interest you and finding ways to apply it to the real world. So if you're interested in photography or social media marketing, start an Instagram page for your photos or for content you're creating and put it out there. Try to grow the following. Again, if you're interested in coding, try building a website. If you're interested in becoming an artist, try creating some art, right? 
These things look amazing on resumes because they are actual concrete results in the real world. When so many people, especially younger people or people earlier on in their career, they talk about the conceptual sorts of things, right? Hey, I took this class on marketing or, you know, hey, I interned at this marketing firm and I did these actions. Whereas if you can show up and say, hey, yeah, I want to be in social media marketing and here's this Instagram page I grew to 10,000 followers or, hey, I want to be a professional artist and here's some of my art that I can actually go out and market and sell. That is so much more impactful when you have the real world results than just saying, hey, I conceptually did this thing in a vacuum or, hey, you know, I took these actions, but I'm not really telling you what results came out of them either because I don't have the results or I'm not sharing them for some reason. So when you start to get in the habit of having a side project, you're enabling yourself to explore these things. And then what you can do, because you're already in this habit of having a side project outside of the core curriculum, when you get a job, you can turn that side project into a side hustle. And that is really where the exponential growth occurs because you're learning all this stuff into your in your nine to five job, 40 hours a week, and then you're filling in the gaps or you're building on that skill set outside of your nine to five. And this should be fun. This shouldn't be extra work. This shouldn't be a slog. This should really be you doing things that excite you. So an example of this for me was when I was working at Microsoft, I was working in advertising, but it was mostly focused on pay-per-click. It was focused on digital ads. And I really liked that, but I really had a passion for writing as well. I really wanted to create content and I wasn't able to hone that skill set as well in my nine to five. So I went and I started creating content outside of my nine to five. And I started on Quora and I had my own blog. And then I eventually moved over to LinkedIn and I started building this skill set that supplemented what I did at work. I became much better at my job at work because I was a better copywriter and therefore I could help my, our companies write better ads. I could help our partners write better ads and position themselves better. And I also started my own business, which gave me insight into how to start and grow a business. And that helped me in my full-time job. But outside of that, I was also able to take everything I learned from my nine to five and apply it to building my own business, to creating this content. So the two were very similar synergistic. And that allowed me to accelerate past people who were only focused on the one thing, right? Who were only showing up and hoping to get all of the learnings that they could soak up from the four walls of their cubicle in their nine to five job. Whereas I was doing that too, but then I also had this other area that I was building out on the side. And so again, I saw more acceleration because I was investing in more places. So if you can get used to having a side project, if you can get used to juggling multiple things, you're going to see the results that you want much, much faster. And you're also going to be much more in control of your own destiny. So the third thing that I would tell my 18-year-old self is to reach out to anyone and everyone. And I would tell myself to aim big. So we're talking CEOs of companies, entrepreneurs with massive followings, prestigious alumni. I would look for the people that inspire me and I would reach out to them because a couple of things are going on here. One, when people are at the very, very top, they seem unreachable. And so a lot of people actually don't reach out to them because of that. So there's actually fewer folks trying to get in touch with those people because they think it's impossible. Whereas the people who are in the middle of the pack get a lot more outreach. And then on top of that, the .edu address is magic. People will go out of their way to help students. And you can actually increase your results. You can improve your results if you have a reason to reach out to them. So one thing I love is podcasting for this. So if you approach one of these people and say, hey, I'm a student, and I have a podcast where I interview you know, top performers or I interview entrepreneurs who've done X, Y, and Z, or I interview CEOs from these types of companies, I'd love to have you on the show. 
you're going to get a lot of yeses because one, people love to help students. And two, you have this podcast, which is showing initiative and showing that you're putting something out there in the world and people are going to respect that. So if you can disguise the conversation as something like a podcast or an interview for a blog post or something else, you're going to 10x your results here. But even if you don't have that, simply reaching out to people who inspire you, even if they have a massive following or even if they seem unreachable, I think you'll be surprised at how many people get back to you. I certainly was with this strategy. I've been able to connect with so many amazing people that I never thought I'd be able to connect with. Ariana Huffington replied to a cold email that I sent her, which got me in the door to write for Huffington Post. Uh, Neil Patel and Eric Sue had me as a success story on their podcast. I've gotten connection requests from Tucker Max, who was a New York Times bestselling author, and Josh Hart, who used to play for Villanova, and then started a podcast with uh, former NFL running back Todd Gurley. And I got a response from him and a connection from him on LinkedIn. Like these people who are like legit outright celebrities are connecting with me, responding to my connection requests, featuring me simply because I decided to reach out to them. And I waited way too long to start this. So the earlier you can start and the higher you can aim, the better. And then the fourth piece here is understanding that failure is part of the process. So this plagues people no matter what age they are, whether they're 18 or 60, So many people want to avoid failure. We're wired to avoid failure. But the problem with that is failure is a part of the path to success. Nobody has ever seen the success or the results they want to see in a linear trajectory where they never failed or never made mistakes. Instead, what happened was people just got started and they realized that I just need to try a whole bunch of stuff and I'm going to be wrong and I'm going to make mistakes and I'm going to end up ping ponging back and forth here. And eventually... I'm going to slowly make progress and get to the place that I want to be, but I'm not going to be able to do that unless I'm willing to make some mistakes and learn as part of the process. So the faster you can accept that you're going to fail, you're going to make mistakes, and the quicker you can learn that those mistakes and failures are actually lessons that are taking you one step closer to where you want to be, that is where the magic happens. So that's when you're able to start the action bias and just start doing these things, right? Instead of worrying about what people might think if you start that Instagram page, just starting it and seeing what happens. Or instead of worrying what people might think if you decide to start blowing glass for a living to go back to one of the initial examples, just start doing it, right? And if it doesn't work or if you fail or if you stink at it and you've really given it a good shot, you've given it you know, a, a critical mass of effort and time and investment, then you can move on to the next thing. But if you get in the habit of taking action and realizing that you're going to fail at some stuff, you're going to make mistakes, that's going to put you on the fastest path to success. So I hope these were fun. Uh, If any of them resonated with you, let me know if you would add something else or if there's something that you would tell your 18-year-old self. I'd love to hear it. Shoot me an email. Shoot me a text. All that info is down below in the show notes. But as always, thank you for listening and we'll see you in the next episode of the podcast. 